Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. It's time for the two-minute report. Two minutes. What? Not one, but two. Oh, say less. It's time for the two-minute report on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Can't wait. 87, 84 bucks. Triple drive and a crossover. Holiday freezes Crusoe. And the jumper from 20, no, we're going to have no. a loose ball foul on Patrick Williams as he got underneath. Giannis going for the rebound. Did he get underneath or did Giannis go over him? Well, let's look at it, Phil. Uh, I, I think he went over. I think there was a box out, and Giannis just jumps up, jumps forward, goes over him, so it looks like it, that's a bad call. It's a nice box out, and then Giannis just jumps up, and because Giannis... Because was Williams Pat, backing in on Giannis. Yeah, but but because he jumped up, tried to go over his back. Levine dribble drive in the paint on Lopez shot. Blocked by Lopez out of bounds. See, now, on that play, Vooch sets a great screen, but then stays and fades back. He should have followed in just behind. He would have been wide open for a drop pass behind him. Vooch gives it up now to Levine off a of Vooch screen. They run pick and roll. Vooch to the rim. Darts, no. Put back. No by Vooch. Rebound, Lopez. Vooch was right there, yep. and it just wouldn't go down. Rebound, Bucks. Levine with a bell high right-hand dribble off a high screen from Vooch. Top side three by Zach. Remy, no. Rebound, Milwaukee. I don't want to say Milwaukee was right for the picking tonight, but the Bulls have played well enough to win this game, and Milwaukee's played bad enough to lose this game. You just haven't taken advantage of it. 91-86, Milwaukee, 15.3 left in the fourth quarter. Caruso holding and looking. In play to DeRozan. DeRozan on a post-up. Turnaround jumper. Bank shot. No. Off the hands of Levine. Gathered in by Middleton. And he is smothered and fouled in the near corner. And that's going to do it with eight seconds to go. Game one going to the Milwaukee Bucks in the final from Milwaukee 93-86. Highlights courtesy of the score. Chuck and Bill on the call. The Bulls lose game one to Milwaukee. 93 to 86, your final. DeMar, 18, 8, and 6, but 6 for 25 shooting. Vooch, 24 and 17, 9 of 27 shooting. Zach, 18 and 10 for him, 6 of 19 shooting. So your three top guys for the Bulls were 21 of 71 from the field. It's hard to win games when you're not going to get production from other parts of the team. And the Bulls didn't do that last night. Let's take your phone calls on it. 312-644-6767. A really good text came in. You can text us at the same number. I think the fundamental flaw with this roster is that Vooch is relied on to be better than he really is. I think that's a great point by you, 630-Texter. He's a nice player, but you're asking him to probably do too much. Let's go out to Jonathan, who's out in Aurora. Hey, Jonathan, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence. I love your show, by the way. Thanks. That was a, that was a great two-minute segment you did. I appreciate it. What's on your mind? Yes. Um, I, I would say um, if if DeRozan would have hit the shots and, and Levine and Vooch, if they would have had more points yesterday, the Bulls were on one yesterday because um, you saw Vooch was missing the easy baskets and Levine was missing threes and also DeRozan. He just wasn't passing the ball. He was hang out to the ball too long and take those uh, 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 tough jumpers. And I think if the Bulls need them, are going to win Wednesday, they're going to have to make the shots because Milwaukee's not going to have a bad game forever. Their, their shots are going to go in. They're too good of a team. 
Well, here's the problem, though, Jonathan. DeMar didn't just miss open shots. He also had contested shots. They played good defense on him. The Zach thing really bothered me. And it was one of the things I was saying before break. If you look at the Bulls and you look at the things that could go wrong, if you look at the way that the Bulls are built as a team, what you saw in the playoffs was the realization of the worst things about them. Here's what I mean. Going into a playoff game, you're wondering, well, Zach's never played in a playoff game. Is that going to have an impact on what happens in the game? And I think that it did. I think that it completely had an impact on what happened at the end of the game, where his awareness of situation was not high. And taking a 30-foot jumper, and it was a legit 30 feet that's there in the box score, in that moment, down three, not the best idea. One of the other things you worry about as a Bulls fan, you go, well, people have always said that DeMar DeRozan is really good during the regular season, and then in the playoffs, he's not as good. And then what happens in this game against Milwaukee? In a playoff game, DeMar DeRozan doesn't give you the type of effort that we... I shouldn't say effort. He gave the effort. Doesn't play as well as he ordinarily does for this team. You go into this game as a Bulls fan, and you're worried, and you go... Patrick Williams, am I going to see the guy that played that finale against Minnesota, or am I going to see kind of the timid guy that I've seen since he's come back and been a part of this rotation? And what you got was the timid guy. You worry, has Io hit a wall and has Billy Donovan lost trust in him? And then you see Io shot the ball three times in the game with Vooch. Is Vooch as good as we think he is? Because there are a lot of games this season where as a Bulls fan, you go, no, he's not. And then against Milwaukee, he wasn't. That, to me, is what's so scary about game two of this series. I've got some answers on what Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Giannis and Brooke Lopez look like in a playoff game. I've got some answers. There's data. With the Bulls, in DeMar's case, the data's bad. And it yesterday's game kind of fed into it. And then in other cases, like Zach, we're still building a playoff resume for him. And game one was not a great start. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Tim and Flossmore. Hey, Tim, you're on the score. Hey, how's it going? How are you, uh, Lawrence? Listen, I agree with everything you just said. But I just want to make a couple of points. Uh, last night, that, that last foul on uh, P. Will, I think Giannis came over his back, and I think the refs kind of gave that to them. Also, uh, hang on, can I? Can I just? We were having this discussion, me and Ray, a minute ago. Here's how I felt about it, Tim. I felt like they could have yeah. called it either way. I I, yeah. I feel like Giannis yeah. may, went straight up. And I feel like P. Will maybe stuck the butt out a little bit too to get some space. Had they called the over over the back, I wouldn't. I would have been fine with it. But I was okay with the foul on P. Will. And the, the well, can other- I just say two more things? Sure. One real quick. Yeah, I think they need to. Uh, P. Will really needs to come on with it, step it up. I think. Also, there was a lid on the basket last night for the Bulls. And my last thing is. Just do the Giannis rules like they did the Jordan rules. 
Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. Plus, the game's changed now. There are some situations where you can't do that. And they tried the Giannis rules in the finals last year, or in the playoffs last year, and he hit free throws. He's not as bad of a free throw shooter as you think. And he seems to rise to the moment. And eventually, you're going to foul out your bigs by doing that. 312-644-6767. Westside and Zach. Hey, Zach, you're on the score. What's going on, Lawrence? Man, we playing with house money right now. You know, nobody really expected the Bulls to really go as strong as they did, even though they had that terrible losing streak. I think what I seen yesterday from watching them all season, watching them against those powerhouse teams that we were, you know, scrapping to even get wins against, which we didn't do. Two and twenty-one against those teams. We didn't do a very good job at all. And so what I'm looking at is, hey, we have to continue to learn. That thing you just rolled down about P. Will experience, about DeRozan experience, Levine's experience, that matters. And you are on point, bro, because it's like when you look at these players, not even Giannis, you know, look at Brooke Lopez, look at the other Bobby Portis that has the energy, that knows what it takes, that has the Mike Singletary eyes. Like, you got to be ready to battle scrap. You got to be ready to rotate. You know, we was late on defensive rotation a lot, and that really mattered when those players got baseline. You know, it it mattered when you got to hold Giannis to that 15, 20-foot jumper and make him make those shots instead of driving so hard and, you know, think he's going to hit the three. I just think that I'm I'm playing with house money right now. I'm enjoying just seeing Chicago back in the playoffs that really matter. You know what I mean? I I do, but... I feel like I've graduated from the Bulls are playing house money school. And and my thing is, is if they were to lose in this series and get swept out of this series and they play well, I feel that there's a lot to, to grow on. I think that there's stuff to grow on from game one. I will say that I, when it comes to playoff basketball, I for one have tired and I know I'm talking out of both sides of my neck here. I am tired of just being happy with the Bulls. The issue with yesterday is that that was a game that you could have won. And when it, it, it came time for you to do some stuff, you didn't. And yeah, they have to go back to the lab and DeMar DeRozan won't shoot as poorly in the next game. I don't suspect. But you also have to remember the type of player that DeMar DeRozan is. For the Bulls to win games, DeMar has to be efficient. And he has to be super efficient because he doesn't shoot threes. And that's cool in January when you're doing it against the Wizards and stuff. But you're not doing it now. They're running guys at DeMar. They're double and sometimes triple teaming him. And that means that there might be some games where he's a facilitator. But early on in that game, you saw some of it. When guys weren't hitting shots, you could see DeMar being like, bleep you, Joe Boo, I'll do it myself. That's not good. That means that you don't have a really good group of players around him. I just think that while this group, each one of these guys has talent, you can go up and down the Bulls roster and say why this player is good. I just think that they might be a little mismatched. They're good as individuals, but collectively they're just kind of okay. 
We'll keep talking about it with you. 312-644-6767. If you want to jump in and lend your voice to what you saw in game one. I'm curious. What did you think? I know what I thought. I think hell's coming to breakfast in game two.